Hey guys, welcome to episode one of the hashtag Ask Matt Beck show. So this show, the focus, all we're gonna do is talk about business, salon business, whatever business you have. I don't care if you own a bar, you can ask a question. Um, we're also gonna focus on social media and marketing. So that's gonna be the, the main goal of the show is to answer your questions. So make sure you use the hashtag Ask Matt Beck anywhere you are at on social media, whether it's Twitter, uh, Instagram, tag us, whatever. Ask the questions and we will answer them right here on this show. It's gonna be a weekly show every Friday. It will be coming out to you guys. So make sure you're asking those questions. We're gonna get started and let's go. Joanne asks, the do's and don'ts when starting your own business. Partner versus no partner, building your team, etc. Thank you. Okay, so I think this is a great question because I think a lot of people when they get into a business, um, I think they think they need a lot of stuff. Um, and my goal, uh, when, I, when we opened the salon, me and my fiance, we didn't have any money, we didn't have anything. I, I, we went to Ikea and spent everything that we had, which was probably 1500 bucks. We bought some shelving, some stations, and we opened the salon that way, we redecorated. So you, you really don't need much to start your business. It's how you handle the money as it comes in, I think after that, that's what you really need to focus on. So make sure when you start a business, you don't have to go grab a business partner. They asked about, should you have a business partner? I personally love working for me. Um, so I think once you get too many people in the business, especially with too many opinions, sometimes it just doesn't work out. So for me personally, I like to, work alone uh, with a great team. So that, that would be my advice for that. All right, Red Banana, 68. Red Banana? 68. No, Banana, Banana, just kidding. Oh, Banana, okay. 68. Red Banana 68 wants to know, how to handle no show, no call, and last minute cancellations. I've been booth renting for two years and I handle my own clients 100%. And I need to help on if I should charge my guests for no show, no call, and late cancels and how to charge for the missed appointment. I think a lot of salons have challenges with no-call, no-shows, um, and everybody wants to right away charge people for it. I think if you're getting too many no-call, no-shows, first off, there's a few things I think could be happening. You could either not be doing the right confirmation calls, you may not uh, be emailing them. We do four different forms of communication with our guests. First off, we write it down on a card for them when they leave. We uh, call them the day before, we text them three days before, and then we text them the day of the appointment, and we email them. So our, once we started doing that, the, the rate of, of guests not showing up in the salon uh, dropped tremendously. So I think the big goal for you guys right now is to make sure that you're in communication with your guests. You can't just let them leave without making sure they understand when their next appointment is and keep reminding them because they have a lot of things going on. I know that we love hair, but hair isn't the most important thing to everyone. So make sure that you keep reminding them and stay connected to your guests and you won't have as much of that problem. I don't believe in charging guests if they haven't come in the salon. I think what I would do if it's, an, if it's something that they're doing often and not coming in, uh, not showing up uh, more than once, I would talk to them about it. And there's been guests where I've actually said to them, you can't rebook anymore because you don't come in. Uh, and if you're not coming in, you're ruining you know, my book, my business. So just have a talk with them about it if it becomes a problem, but make sure that you are focused on communicating with them and you'll be good to go.
Asian Next cuisine. one. Is this good? Does this feel good? This feels great. Feels good. It feels awesome, man. It feels great. Thank you, Sean. Periscope's loving this right now. Yeah? Yeah, they say you're a little blurry because I'm a fisheye, but that's cool. We'll make it work. And yeah. I'm blurry on purpose and I'm on a fisheye on purpose. It makes me skinny down. Leaking? You look yeah. great, man. Yeah. You don't need a fisheye. So. Thanks. Asian Cut 13 asks, if money is not the issue, how many years of experience do you think is needed before opening up your own salon and build a solid team? So, I kind of answered this before, uh, but I still love the angle of the question because um, if money was not an issue, I don't believe that money is an issue when you want to start something. So whether uh, you're, you want to just grow yourself as a hairstylist on Instagram or whatever you want to do, it doesn't cost money to be a successful hairdresser or business person. So if you want to uh, launch a website, you start learning how to do a website. There's a bunch of ways nowadays to start things without spending a lot of money. Did I answer that question? Okay. To make that leap. Okay, so um, if if money's not an issue, you already have a hundred grand in the bank and you're good to go. Um, I don't think that there's a time limit on when you should open a salon, when you shouldn't, or when you should open any business. Um, I think it's all about the experience that you put yourself through. It's just like I don't believe in a stylist having to go through a year training program before they can get on the floor. I think if they could do it in three months. And, and learn the same amount. It's how much time do you put into what you want to do uh, as a, a stylist, a salon owner, whatever. If you want to be a salon owner, then you focus on it and you spend lots and lots of time studying what it takes to run a successful business. Study people that have successful businesses. When I, um, I opened my salon at 25 years old, um, and I couldn't have done that. I was only three years into the business. I couldn't have kept it going without studying people like Robert Cromines and uh, Stephen Terry Cohen. Um, they're just, I mean, you, you watch shows like Tabitha. There's so many things that you can do um, to learn from successful people, people that are already successful. So just study what you want. And then when you feel comfortable, when you're a successful stylist, I think that's when you can make that turn to be a salon owner. But I'm gonna say right now, um, we're gonna kick off episode one like this that not everyone should be a salon owner, and I don't think it's not the glory road to being a successful person in the hair business. You can be successful without being a salon owner. So I, I don't want every stylist out there to think, man, I, I wanna be successful, I have to own a salon because it's a whole different path. Um, so really think about that, and the reason I say that is um, when, if you wanna be a salon owner, that's fine, but know that that's your business. Um, if you want to be a stylist, then be a stylist. But it's very difficult to, to be both and control both environments. So just focus on what you want to grow and learn the business side of it, whether you're a stylist or a salon owner. Can we take a question from here? So I think it's well, we're going to do the last one from there. So okay. if you have okay. a good one. Okay, cool. Hair by Patron asks, what are some tips to get all guests engaged in social media outside of the salon to keep them connected at all times? Okay, here's why I love this question, because I think a lot of people are like, well, why aren't my guests um, interacting with me on social media? Well, we have to look at why aren't we interacting with our guests on social media? That's my big thing. I, what I learned was um, 
in running social media, you cannot just sit back and wait for people to come have fun with you. You have to go play in their world and invite them to yours. So um, if you want to be successful in social media, in your salon business, or by yourself, you need to go interact with other people in their environment. So like find somebody that you love on Instagram, Twitter, and start chatting with them um, just like your clients. So if I have a client uh, and I want to get more clients on Instagram, which I think might be uh, moving into the next one, uh, so we'll, we'll get into that. But if I, if I want my clients to start interacting with me, we have clients that uh, Simply Be Organized is one of our clients. She has an Instagram page. If I want her to interact with us, then I'm going to go to her page and start interacting with her, talking about her dog or her whatever. You have to have somebody dedicated to your social media um, and interacting with your clients day in and day out. I mean, the internet now, you don't have hours in a salon anymore. Uh, as a salon owner, you don't have um, nine to five hours or nine to nine hours. You're, when I get home, my focus is then, all right, now I gotta catch up on interacting with people, uh, answering questions from people. So just make sure that um, as a salon owner or somebody that's running social media, make sure that you, you jump on to other people's social media and start interacting with that audience. And I think whether that's a local thing or a big world thing, you'll be good to go. Life as a hairdresser wants to know, as a stylist, what is the best way to attract new customers using social media? So best way to attract customers, social media, I, this, this is such an easy thing and um, I, I was confused by it for a long time. Best way to attract new customers through social in your local town is to, to like I said, go on to local, other local businesses and start liking and sharing their stuff. Once you start becoming a community, um, so if I'm looking at the florist in town and I go down, I go to her Facebook and I start sharing her posts on my salon page, then she's going to in turn start sharing my stuff. You have to take that step forward and you'll start to gain more traction. If you want um, other clients, then it's a business. So you can go on to other hair pages, other things, and just start liking stuff that, that other customers are doing. Don't be scared to um, step on other toes. We're in business, we want to be successful, so make sure that you're out there and interacting. I think that'll be the, uh, the theme of this show today, is just interacting with other social media platforms. Don't just hang out on your own. It's like you sitting at home on the couch and uh, hoping that you have a successful business. You can't do that. You have to get out and interact with other people to, so people know that you're there. Okay, that was last question? Last question. That was it. We're done. All right, so I'm feeling good. We'll do one question from Periscope. Thank you, Periscope people, for hanging out. Uh, what do we got there? So the one question is, I don't remember who asked it. It was a couple minutes ago. She's been in the industry for 30 years. And okay. wants to know the best way she should start planning for retirement. Okay. Um, what do you think would be the best way to go about that? I think that that's a tough... Uh, that's a tough one. Um, so the question was from Periscope, I've been in the business for 30 years, what is the best way to now start planning for retirement? Um, for me, that's a tough question because you've been in the business now 30 years. So what, I would, what I'm doing right now is I'm uh, looking for a financial advisor. I believe I just found one uh, last week through other clients, which was great. Um, but I need to start working with somebody that knows what to do with money because I'm somebody that is very good at um, spending it 
Um, but I, I want to figure out, you know, I have a seven-year-old, I need to make sure that, you know, we put money for college for him. We, you know, and, and I want you guys and my staff to understand, because I don't want you to be 30 years in the business now trying to figure out how to save for retirement, you know? So we're making money, we're making cash, we're making all different stuff. So we need to figure out where do we put that money. I think a financial advisor is, is the best way to go because most of the time, they don't make money unless you do. So um, I would find that person, that's exactly what I'm doing, talk to them, they're gonna know exactly what you should do. And when I figure that out, I will, I will gladly share it on, <laughs> right here on the show. So, um, Everything good? Feel good? Feels great. We're going to open the salon today. You guys are going to have a good day. So uh, we're going to be back filming this. Again, we're going to film this show every week. So thank you guys for checking out episode one of Ask, hashtag Ask Matt Beck. Um, so make sure you use that hashtag if you want to ask a question for the show. I'll answer them uh, as they come in. So I'm really excited about this show. I'm excited for you guys to you know, be here. Thank you for that. And, uh, and we're going to get started. Have a great week, guys. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks.